Thanks very much for listening, everybody. I'm Dylan Gott, and this is another goddamn fucking bonus episode of the Wrestler Review. This week we're here with Allison. She oh, hosts. No, I thought I was. I God damn it! So I could say my own name. Fuck you. This is my show, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fucking show. John isn't here. That big-headed piece of shit isn't here. Oh, no, we're still recording. She hosts The Breakdown on uh, Sirius Channel 167, goddammit, and founded Howlin' Roar Records, the second best label in Canada, <laughs> next to Dr. Cuckenstein, my label, that only has released my fucking <laughs> albums, all three. And you can get my albums. Uh, they're, both, they're all thousands of dollars, because I'm ashamed of them. Allison Dore is here. Give her a round of applause while you're doing your own dishes. Yay! Thank you for stepping all over my fucking shit, Alice. <laughs> the fuck? Remember when two seconds into the show I wrecked it already? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm used to this. Usually, it's John being like, uh, "Do you know what? It, do you know I just watched a documentary about something, and then he just talks about that documentary." <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to talk about Bob Orton Senior, John, and then I weep, and then I cut out the weeping. Yeah, yeah. but that's most you of the show. You want to look strong, so cut out We're- the tears. yeah how is it doing live radio when you can't look strong well you know what i am very big on vulnerability and honesty and so i i lean into it okay how like what's the latest vulnerable thing you've done oh well i mess up all the time i mean it's live and Mm -hmm. i will call attention to it but also um I feel like I said something and then Cassandra, my co-host, had to correct me. And then so on air, I go, yeah, but I'm an idiot. Like, don't listen to what I'm saying uh, while my whole job is people listening to what I'm saying. But I think. I- yeah, that's a weird thing where it's like either you are a self-effacing person where you're like, oh, don't listen to what I'm saying, but please still do for the love of God. Or you're like. I have one podcast. I do it uh, seven days a week. It's six hours long, and it's me real time reading the news and being like not buying it. There's like two yeah. ways. I well, I also heavily stress that I am not a journalist. Like my show, interviewing is the sort of professional thing I do, and then everything else when it's just us talking is opinion based. Because uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I know a little bit about a little bit, but I'm also an idiot. Like, don't. Yeah. Well, you have the two shows. You have the breakdown on 167, and then only once a week they'll give it to you. So the breakdown is 2 to 4 uh, Eastern Time, Sirius XM, Channel 167. Um, that's two hours a day. And then once a week uh, they let Allison do her passion project, which is her show called Sandy Hook, Not <laughs> Buying It. And that is at 1 a.m. And it is 15 minutes of just Allison screaming while her producer is physically holding her back from the microphone. Two. Please, Allison, no. She figured out how to press record again. Look at the tapes. Two small notes. Uh, w- one thing, okay. they did move our show to 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, I Fuck. forgot to update that information. And so... I, re- I just read Twitter yeah. bios, and then I say them, and so, so often people don't keep their Twitter bios no, up to date. No, and the, as soon as you said I was like, oh, yeah, i got to change that. Um, it was fairly recent, so it's, you know, it's not like it's been a year and a half or anything. Um and uh, the other thing is... Uh, <laughs> so it's just been a year and a half of people tuning in at two and being like, she <laughs> no, lied just, to me. And then... It just happened in February. So I'm, I'm not that off the mark. That's two fucking okay. months. This is your job. <laughs> um, so we're talking about Cody Rhodes, obviously. And uh, Allison, the reason I fi- obviously wanted you for this episode is because... Did you start... You used to work at the yes. score. And that's a 
that is a sports uh, station. And Allison, you, did you start watching wrestling while you were working at the score, or did you were you a fan before? So that? I watched when I was a kid, um, in the you know, Macho Man, uh, the cartoon yeah. era, yeah. And um, I always got to shout out Randy Rowdy Roddy Piper um, because I love him. But uh, then I stepped out for many years, and then around 2000, I dove back in. Um, and I'm not going to lie, The Rock really kept me there for a while. And I had his poster on my wall when I was away at college, and I also carried his picture in my wallet. <laughs> Is that Why did you have it in your wallet? Well, because there was this picture of him, so there used to be a magazine called Jane Magazine, and... He was, they wrote an okay. article about him when he was still like, before he had made any movies, I think. And there was this picture of him that they had on the, co- like the, sorry, the um, title page, like where the table of contents is. And I realized it was like the perfect wallet size picture. And so I cut it out and then I got it laminated at Staples and slid it right there. La- you got, wait a minute. So a second person saw yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the Jane magazine, and, and he is a, it is the Beefcake special. Yes. He is on the cover of the Beefcake he special. He was not on the cover. He was, uh, but there was an article about him in there. And in this... August 2000, the one trick to, to looking sexy. And then I'm looking at it. I just Google oh. image Jane magazine. Oh, okay. Rock. And did you see he's wearing like a football jersey, but it's like cut off. So it's like a crop top. No, this one, he's in Hawaiian shorts, leaning over, giving the eyebrow. Okay, well, maybe that was another picture in it. But the picture, there was a photo spread of him, and he was wearing, like, one of those mesh football, like, jerseys. I never, I'm not sure why they were mesh. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was cut off. And then he was, like, in some of the pictures, he was, like, washing a car. So he was, like, holding a hose. Because I remember my my brother made fun of me because he looked at the picture and went, Oh, look at me with my jizz hose. And I was like, you know, He doesn't come. He just (laughs) feels a lot and then stops. I have too much feelings. Then he stops. His heart comes. So, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, and and it was. I mean, but that magazine paper is flimsy, so you have to get it laminated. And then I would show it to people, and I went to theater school, so not a lot of people watching wrestling in that group. And uh, I remember my roommate was like, is this your boyfriend? And I was like, yes. Yes, it is. And she was like, does he play you football? T- <laughs> thought The Rock was your boyfriend? Well, because at this yeah. point, he wasn't in movies. So he wasn't, he wasn't famous. So if you weren't a wrestling fan, you didn't know who The Rock was. And all my artsy friends did not watch wrestling. So none of them knew who he was. And What year like was 2000? this? Was this actually yeah. 2000? Okay, because I'm trying to think if that person had seen The Mummy, then... They'd be like oh, the guy from no, the mummy. No, but he was in the mum. He was in the Scorpion King. So that was way later. Mm. And that I recently rewatched that movie, and it is not good. The Rock didn't make a good movie until Fast and the Furious. That did so much for him. And just being like, I'm just gonna fucking because I think Hastings was talking about this, but the like his original agents were like, you need to not look like a wrestler. Like you can you know trim down and whatever. And then his new agents were like go do more steroids than you did when you were in wrestling. And then that's what, like the G.I. Joe movie really launched him when it was like, this guy's half the fucking screen. That's, I mean, that is a good point. Although I will say I did prefer his body circa like 2004. I like him a little. 
when he was a real person. Well, he was, I mean, he was beefy as all ghetto, like he had big muscles, but they, we were, there's no veins. There was no six pack. Like I like, I like muscly, but a little bit of, a little bit of extra beef on there. You know what I mean? So would you say Cody Rhodes is like that? No, no, but, but they're very different. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not against the lean look. Uh, but if a guy's going to be real beefy and real big and real muscly, I, I like there to be a little bit, a little bit extra. I'm, I don't like six packs in general. I don't. Six packs just mean yeah, you don't too eat. Much. And it's, and it looks, well, I shouldn't see all your stomach muscles. That's disgusting. Uh, so I, I recently got into like power lifting because of obviously the quarantine. We're all doing our own weird mm-hmm. thing now. Like I'm really into crocheting or whatever. Um, or some of us got into QAnon <laughs> a lot and Q is real and there's a pedophile conspiracy. That's mostly what the show's about. Um, Sandy Hook, QAnon, Together at yeah. Last. That's this. <laughs> that's a new show me Thank and Allison God. have. It's on 10 minutes a day. Um, but uh, I got into powerlifting and... All the Instagram powerlifting thing is like, oh, here's how you do a sumo deadlift. Here's a deadlift. Um, here's bench proper. Don't use hold a bench like this. Super helpful. And honestly, so much less of a toxic community than like I watched the UFC and wrestling. And the wrestling's actually not that toxic a community anymore. UFC yeah. is horrible. Um, but like they're so what what's the word i'm so stupid they're so insecure about abs the power yeah. lifters that like half the memes are just like abs are just because you're fucking skinny little fuck <laughs> try and lift you little bitch <laughs> and like i know cody rhodes got into powerlifting to like try and put some weight on and i know that's because like he's like oh everyone else can do flips in this league i'm just like the guy who can't do that now i do, you know do I mean? no i do I know, know exactly what you mean and i think it's yeah it is uh because he has gotten, since you started watching wrestling again, which was the original thing yes. we were talking about. Oh, yeah. 2000, so 2000. Was that undashing Cody Rhodes? No, no. Or was that dashing Cody Rhodes? When I came Cody back Rhodes? in 2000, Cody Rhodes did not exist. And then I. No, I know what you're saying. Oh, but like when you started watching. When I, and yeah. then, so I deked out again in the mid 2000s and I came back in in 2011. And it was just when he was going into undashing Cody Rhodes. Okay. Yeah. When he was in the mask, yeah. the Phantom of the yes. Opera thing. And I was, I was okay, here so, for it. Yeah. <laughs> you would pull people aside and be like, you want to see a hot fucking mm-hmm. guy? I mean, so what drew you to Cody Rhodes? Was it just his attractive or was he actually like competent at wrestling? And you were like, I like that too, but mostly yum um, yum. Look, I'll be honest with you. What draws me mostly to wrestling is yum yum. Um, I do- <laughs> That's what my wife says is uh, men have bad upper thighs and she's like the only good upper thigh I've ever seen on men is in wrestling because they like you see it so they can oh, it. Oh yeah listen and if if we're going to get into upper thighs we have to mention Randy Orton because that guy that's grade A. I was going to say that Randy Orton or Cody Rose that was going to be one of my questions. Uh, well when it comes to thighs because and back when I worked at the score I did for a hot second have a wrestling blog and I did a post where I was Whoa. essentially rating best body parts and um, <laughs> Randy Orton best thighs hands down hands down for sure but Randy Orton best yeah. thighs oh yeah they're great they're they're big and meaty but they're defined and he I mean he tans a little too much but at the same time it looks great so I don't he's he's also well this is the thing this is he's yeah, oh my god yeah he really is yeah that's why I say I uh, we try and have a runner on the show about Randy Orton being a frat guy, but then his wife always wants to fuck him on camera, and that's pretty much who I see him. Oh as. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think I think I'm a little bit 
afraid of Randy Orton in a sense because he does seem like he seems like he's too much. You know what I mean? Like he does seem like that frat guy um, a bit or he's a bit. There's something there. He's problematic. He said uh, the N word on a Twitch stream. Oh, I did not know that. Um, Not in ER, though, in A. I don't know if that means anything, Daddy. But to me, it's like that's way more frat guy than like. I mean, this is this is a probably a hundred people are going to disagree with me. But if you say with the A, then you're just a fucking asshole frat guy. It's like, do you, do you know who Myers Leonard is? No. He's he's a basketball player who uh, used a Jewish mm-hmm. slur. And then he's like, I didn't know it was a Jewish slur. It's like, well, how didn't you know it was the word? Whereas Randy Orton just was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I said it. I'm sorry. And then everyone was like, we didn't think you weren't this guy, Randy Yeah. Orton. Yes. Yeah. And I think they're... This is confirmation bias. Like the other radio interviews he's given is like, they won't let me, it only let me wear black trunks because my cock's too big. Yes. And that is the the aspect of him that really turns me off is that he thinks he. <laughs> I'm so surprised you said off. We can do- uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I will always keep it real with you though. And it's true. It's there's something about that attitude where it's like a step too far where he becomes that guy. And I go, I can't fucking stand that guy. So I like watching him in yeah. the ring. I can't hear what he's saying. Uh, I like behind the scenes, <laughs> he, he, he and someone else are fighting, going down a staircase, whatever. I like that. Um, and whereas Cody Rhodes, to me, is more of like a total package kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, really? Randy Orton, it's like, it's like sure. I, I look at him, I go, yeah, okay, that's good looking. And then as soon as he... Like, Randy Orton is very sexy, but as soon as he starts talking, I go, oh, no, thank you. I'm fine. Um, not. Yeah, he looks like he, t- he takes the mic and he's like, yo, but if you, like, really think about it, masks actually give you the virus. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, Cody Rhodes, when you're watching Dashing Cody Rhodes, for sure, like, because Cody Rhodes has a lot to like there. Like, he puts so much of himself into mm-hmm. wrestling. Like, for Dashing Cody Rhodes, he studied the Phantom of the Opera. For Stardust, he based it on uh, Jim Carrey's Riddler from, yeah. um, I think it was Batman yeah. and Robin. Um, so we like he and he's a theater kid. You know yes. that. And and you know he wanted. I, I mean, I think it's really interesting that like his goal all along was acting, and then all of a sudden one day took a left turn and went, no, I will go into wrestling. And uh, the dream was like, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> but when he set his heart <laughs> on it, he was like, okay. But I think, yeah, he does put a lot into it. But also, first of all, I love a heel turn. And I love, there was this aspect of when he was undashing Cody Rhodes, um, where he's sort of being a whiny bitch, but in a bit of a tough way. Like, I love this idea of this this pretty boy who's so mad and he has to cover his face. And there was something about it, because normally that would come off as a very irritating kind of thing, but he managed to pull it off in a way that I found it funny. Um, and 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 he serves, uh, like, I think there's a lot of people who kind of have that charisma and that acting ability that don't have the physicality in the ring. And so, yeah, he kind of has everything. Yeah, he definitely puts all of himself into wrestling. Like, next week we're going to talk about Mike Rotundo, who, like... Mm-hmm. didn't like he just like was like oh you're a tax guy now and he's like <laughs> sick it's so true and he's like and one of the gimmicks and i've told this story which is like something we should do on the show but it's like he had a he had a gimmick that was like they told him that if he was a captain and um 
he basically negotiated this thing with this like boat company that if he promoted them on TV, he'd get a right. free boat. So he just was like, what if I'm a sea <laughs> captain? And then the guy was really like, yeah. And he was like, go to Gary's boats. And then he got a free boat. And that was the whole purpose of the character. It lasted yes. like a month. I, and, and not that that's not fucking brilliant. Like, obviously, I want a boat. But like Cody Rhodes would be like, well, I watched Master and Commander for six hours on a loop because I wanted to know what a captain was like and I read Moby Dick. So I think that my character of sea captain with a small dick really, even though he's a heel, has a lot of Captain Ahab in it. Like he would talk like that. No, totally. And I think there's something about... It's not that I'm against cockiness in general. I think it's that most of the time cockiness tends to come off in a very unattractive way, right? But I think when people work really hard and then are like, yeah, I'm good at what I do and I work hard, it's like, okay, I like this. And I feel like Cody Rhodes is one of those guys. Um, and And to go back to like the Randy Orton thing, it's like I'm not saying Randy Orton doesn't work hard, but I also think that Randy Orton is like, yeah, but I'm also just great because I got this monster dick. And it's like, okay, well, it, that's get out of here. Yeah, get out of here with you huge, crazy dog. Yeah, I don't, nobody's got time for that. <laughs> so uh, more of a question about Cody Rhodes. Are you still watching, uh, are you watching AEW at all? So I am not really in the wrestling world right now, although I will watch clips of AEW. Um, and so I've seen some fights. I've seen some moments. I saw that like when he and Gold dust. I don't know. I can't even remember if Dustin I, Rhodes. Yeah, I can't don't remember Dustin who he was being at that moment in time. Um, but he does like a half gold dust because he can't obviously because yeah. of the copyright. So he does like half gold dust, half. He does like a career retrospective character. Well, now. Th- they had that moment in the ring where it's like brothers reuniting and like Cody was crying and then he cried. Um, and I was like, well, this is fucking gorgeous. I love it. This is why. He's yeah he had because he's a theater kid so he'll actually like take his characters in different places that like a lot of wrestlers yeah. wouldn't but I think here's what because I, I was basically asking you have you seen his new neck tattoo yes oh no I've of course yes of course I'm very familiar with the neck tattoo and what is your review wow this is a tough one because anyone who knows me knows I love Cody Rhodes the most I am obsessed with him that neck tattoo you oh, love I Cody Rhodes love Cody Rhodes like I worry about myself sometimes how much i love him like it's not appropriate to love one time we were doing stand-up and i saw allison i was thought she was writing a set list but she was just writing miss allison runnels over and over again that's correct i was uh brandy better look out can you imagine (laughs) okay dylan you know me picture me right now standing next to brandy and being like who are you gonna choose cody (laughs) <laughs> I mean, for personality, for sure you, because Brandy Rhodes just seems like she's like, you know, actually, um, I was like a TV presenter. I forget what she was like a weather girl or something. And I was like, no, I, I would guess yeah. that immediately. Like, you're just like you're both like Cody Rhodes is smart and he's good mm-hmm. at the thing. But like he's got veneers now. Um, he is good at like because here's the thing about the neck tattoo from I'm sure from an appearance perspective because me and john disagree about this but like from an appearance perspective it's terrible it's abhorrent but like from a branding perspective and making him stand out which he's very smart and like Mm -hmm. he knows that you're flipping channels and if he has this big stupid fucking ugly neck tattoo then you're gonna at least remember him even if you think it looks dumb which it does but like you're gonna remember and yeah i will say i agree with you 100 percent. the neck tattoo is a nightmare abhorrent is a great word it's 
and I'll be honest with you, 99.9% of neck tattoos I can't really get behind. Um, and this one, though, is... Because it's not like cursive. It's not cursive just under the chin, like you'd see regular neck tattoos. This is like you were making a wrestler and you in a video game and you put and you just like expanded the image too much. Oh, it makes no sense. And like as someone who has a lot of tattoos, uh, you don't just randomly get one on your neck and that you have them nowhere else. First one. Yeah, two. that that yeah. is first one. It, no, he has dream on his, on his um, nip on his nipple, um, <laughs> not on his nipple, on his <laughs> it's chest. Just, it's very it's tiny, just a little really small it's on tiny his nipple and circular. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you don't like. It's just not done because it looks insane, and everything about it is. So yeah, I was not happy about the neck tattoo at all. I will say this: is it a deal breaker? Obviously not. It's Cody Rhodes. Uh. This was the first submission in Allison's blog in years was a new post was like, what the fuck? And then it was just about the neck tattoo. Restarted the wrestling blog. It it was, I was very upset. I'm not going to lie. I was very upset because it's, it's. Of course you ruined, ruined a lovely thing. I can't think of a female equivalent of like, just like block letters trump rules in the middle of like someone's face i don't know yeah i mean i've definitely i've been watching a lot of docuseries that take place in jails so there's definitely female equivalents but uh, not in on a person on television i meant like someone like a popular uh woman who everyone was like yum yum uh, ooh, she's a hot babe and then she's like the next day she came out and she's like i got the word yeah no it's on my nose it, it hasn't happened and it won't happen because like now he's becoming a businessman. He always said he wanted to retire mm-hmm. at 40. Do you buy that he's going to retire at 40? Because that neck tattoo, <laughs> I put these questions next to next to each other. and I'm like, I don't know if someone who gets that neck tattoo is retiring at 40 from professional I don't, wrestling. I don't think he is going to. And I think he has also said like he he's kind of like, I've always said I'm going to retire at 40. But now that I'm 35, I don't like I don't know how true that is. And it's like, well, you you said it, so if it's if you don't think it's true, um, and I think you're right. Like he's clearly investing in something, and I think maybe when he was with the WWE, he he was convinced he would retire at forty, but I think he's reinvigorated now, and so I can't imagine. And you're right, you don't get that hideous tattoo for a five year gimmick. Like you don't. Um, I think he's in it a lot deeper now. <laughs> he is really in it, but he's also like attached himself to being more of um, like a personality. Like he's a judge on at some TNT show. I forget. It's like a talent show. Have no, you seen I have that? not. He's a judge on this talent show. It's him, Snoop Dogg and someone else. But it's like this weird thing where it's like Snoop Dogg. Fuck. I want to say Shakira, but it's not Shakira and Cody Rhodes. And it's like usually like, Usually Snoop Dogg, celebrity, celebrity, not Snoop Dogg. But, like, they have a really good working relationship with TNT. And, like, it's kind of like the last days of TV networks really having money to spend like this. As, like, obviously as baby boomers get older and all this. But he, I think, is going to go more into TV or trying to do that or becoming a producer. Okay, first of all, it's called The Go Big Show. Okay, thank you. Um, so you know, now we both know what I'm watching when we're done here today. Uh, <laughs> but 
Was it, he has veneers now. Though. Yeah. Like just from a detractiveness thing where it's like he has like he's got the worst parts appearance wise of taking the worst parts mm-hmm. of Hollywood and the worst parts of pro wrestling and fucking mash them together when he was like a, a handsome guy. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I don't like veneers on anyone. I like a like unique teeth. You know what I mean? I like it. Like the second I yeah. look at someone, I go, oh, you have veneers. Like, what are you doing? It makes it worse. If you have a snaggle tooth, that's awesome. Personality. Get it in there. So, yeah, I'm not happy about the veneers either. Um, like, just get braces. Don't fucking look like a weird, get your like, teeth bleached. like, murderer. What is the problem? He had fine teeth yeah. before. What is going on? And believe me, if he had bad teeth, I would have noticed a long time ago. Um, he did not. <laughs> uh yeah, I think you're. I think he would definitely love to get more into television, movies, that kind of thing, and I think uh, production also because obviously he's playing a way bigger role at AEW than he ever got the opportunity to do before. So I think he will absolutely transition as much as he can into that world. Um, do you think that this is going to be like? Do you think he's going to? Um do you think the best is yet to come for Cody Rhodes or do you think this is like, he's just going to ride this wave for a couple more years? Not that he's going to like dip off after this, no. um, but like he's going to like stay at this level and just kind of stay either stay this, the course of being like a mainstay with AEW, which is great. Obviously you're gonna make a ton of money working with a fucking billionaire, mm-hmm. but like, or is he going to maybe get into TV more or like, I don't know, maybe fucking the go big show, and he's, there's nine spinoffs where he's a, a weird judge. Okay, so before we started this conversation, I would have said, oh, we're he's only starting to take off because I think he's really driven. I think he, um, when you look at sort of, yeah, his trajectory and when he talks about his story and like after his dad died and how that kind of relit this fire where he he was like, I want to, to do things bigger and differently and take chances I think he is really driven he's willing to work hard he's willing to go after his goals and so yeah I would have said like this is he is going to be huge soon but as we're having this conversation and we're talking about sort of the veneers and the neck tattoos now I'm getting worried because see this is the thing it's like uh, sorry to cut you up but it's like also you kind of put this together for me where it's like he's in that first part and i don't not many people get the second part but he's in that first part of the rock where it's like veneers and neck tattoo and the blonde hair these are all things that like a wrestler would do to try and get into hollywood because he looks around and sees oh all the hollywood guys have this so i'll do it well yes and with the exception of the neck tattoo that's a really bad choice for someone that wants to get into hollywood um and that's gonna have to come off um we're gonna have to laser that <laughs> big time but yeah you're, you're right like as we've been talking i'm like ooh, there are signs of missteps happening here and because i think he could be and he could absolutely progress into farther into hollywood right and he's different from the rock mm-hmm. because the rock is very yeah the rock is specific he is a very huge man he's never going to be playing like an accountant in an office He's sort of limited to action in his roles, right? Whereas Cody Rhodes could legit be a leading man. Um, Not with that neck tattoo, because now it's like, because he, before, he's just like a good looking guy who could play a myriad of roles, but now it's like you have this like kind face and then a fucking neck tattoo. He can like only play like, he could only play of the fucking, if they have a good Charlotte biopic, (laughs) he's got it. (laughs) 
<laughs> just fucking. Oh my god! And he plays both both twins. He plays Joel and Benji. Yeah, yes, yeah. He's like the clumps, but with good um, Charlotte. That. Oh my god! Now I sort of want to make that movie. Like good Charlotte, as played by Sylvester from Looney Tunes. That'll be the movie. So now I'm getting worried. Now I'm getting worried because you're right. I don't like some of the choices he's making. And so before this, I would have said, oh, come on. This guy is going to go so far. It's going to be incredible. But now you're right. Veneers and neck tattoo. The blonde hair thing, um, which is not a choice that I necessarily support. But it's it it works on a level. It's easy to yeah, undo. It works on a level for him, and it's also very easily undone. So I don't really count that. But yeah, the teeth and the tattoo. Oh boy, Dylan! Now I'm getting worried. <laughs> but this is because so. Let's talk about like obviously now he's built himself up to a level that in 2011 when it looked like oh this guy will just be like undashing Cody Rhodes for a minute and then he'll end up on the scrap heap. He's obviously like surpassed yes. that so let's look back on his career a lot because he has done a lot of stuff what do you think the best version of cody has been Ooh, that's a great question i think i probably i mean i w- <laughs> again this is i'm such a loser but i was so partial to undashing i loved the mask thing i thought it was very funny you can it never for me it's your first impression yeah, it's forever. and it was and i enjoyed it so much and um, and that whole sort of narcissism, like uh, and him getting so upset about how beautiful he used to be and how now he's deformed, just, you know, it was very, I thought it was very funny and showcased him very well. And I've enjoyed a lot of um, the other incarnations he's gone through. But yeah, I think for me, like that was kind of my favorite bit, you know, I thought he he did a great job at pulling that one off. Yeah, I like I like his indie run. It sucks he couldn't be Cody Rhodes, but like I liked his indie run where he's Cody, like just full stop, the WWE guy where he start, first starts wearing the suits, which did lead to the neck tattoo. So it's something started great and ended with neck yeah. tattoo. But like his um that part I really liked. Uh what do you think? All right, so this is a this is a question I straight up stole from Bill Simmons, but I think it's great. Do you think that Cody Rhodes is uh before his time? just right or ahead of his time it's a great question stolen from Um, bill simmons i like i like that you're giving credit i think he's probably just right because i think there had to be i think AEW is playing a really important part for him and the fact that he has a you know like an executive position there and he has so much more kind of creative control and all that kind of things. I think it was really important. And and so I think we are right now at this very interesting point for him where, yeah, it's going to go one of two ways. And I still think the chances are good that this is going to be the time where he keeps growing and growing and growing. Um, but now, you know, I am a little bit nervous about that left turn. But I, I think he was pr- he's probably just right because he he is that level of... Um, creativity and thoughtfulness and all there's a lot of interesting things there that I think social media serves him well Um, I think that's a that's a very good yeah and and I think you know to get your fingers in a bunch of pies like I think and and I feel like the WWE is at a weird point and if he was any earlier in history it might have been 
too hard to get out of there. There might have been nowhere to go. There might have been like there was a lot of um because I feel like the WWE has been in a bit of a decline over the last few years. And so it's like, yeah, I feel like he's just at the right point in time. Yeah, well, the WWE's clearly switched to the content model, which is doesn't matter if it's good. Look at it. We got so yeah. much shit. Fucking look at it. So they have like basically the WWE isn't just one thing anymore. It's essentially like five different organizations yeah. with like SmackDown, NXT, Raw, NXT UK um, of 205 Live's done. So I guess just four. But Cody Rhodes for like, I think it, it's kind of inarguable. It's the exact, I don't, I, I ask the questions because I want to ask it every time. But like, it's kind of inarguable because it's like you can't, if he was that size 10 years ago, then he'd have to be way more yeah. athletic. Well, I guess he was that size 10 years ago. But like, if he's on the indies 10 years ago, he has to be way more athletic. And if obviously, looking ahead it's i think it's kind of going more towards like amateur wrestling again because the ufc was taking a lot of people from amateur wrestling but now people look and they're like oh wwe has to care about concussions again and everyone the ufc makes two thousand dollars like it's crazy how poorly paid they are so what do you think wrapping up is the best and worst thing about cody Rhodes? well i think we've nailed the the worst thing is the the worst thing is next. You know what the worst thing is? I think the worst thing is still to come because I think that he's gonna fail in Hollywood. No, legitimately. I know, but it, I think he's gonna fail yeah. in Hollywood, and he's and he's gonna. It's really gonna be weird. Like no one. This guy. This is a man who I don't know if he read a marketing book or something, but he announced to him and his wife were pregnant on the television show, and that was it. It wasn't like, and someone was mad they were pregnant, so it played into a storyline. It was just like a home video. Me and my wife are pregnant. Aren't like he just? I don't know. He just comes off like a fucking asshole. Maybe that's on purpose because it's like some meta theater thing, and I'm just. I think it's earnest when it's not, but like I, I really do think he's gonna go nuts. Well, yeah, I have. Wow, this. I'm not gonna lie, Dylan. This talk has been a real downer for me. Um, <laughs> a downer during quarantine. Uh, Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, you're you're kind of opening my eyes to some red flags, and I I think we both know when it comes to hot dudes, I like to ignore all the red flags, and you're pointing them out, and that's rude. Um, so is he even hot anymore? He's still hot now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. But like, all right. So 2011 out of 10, he's like a 15 out of 10. What is 2021 Cody Rhodes? Well, again, I mean, the neck tattoo brings the score down. If it wasn't for the neck tattoo, I'm still he's still as good looking. He's still um, even with the blonde hair. It's Mm -hmm. like, look, Mm -hmm. he's got and the veneers. Oh, God damn. I keep forgetting about the teeth. No, because he can close his mouth. He's still. (laughs) <laughs> he's got a butt that just won't quit he's got a beautiful face i think he's still as good looking it's the neck tattoo is ruining everything the neck tattoo might have been the point where this the the How sliding doors po- moment po- happened po- and he got on the wrong train i did send you questions and i didn't i didn't uh use some of no, them. no i know but yes i was gonna ask the sliding doors moment i don't think the neck tattoo i because i thought it was too obvious the sliding doors moment is clearly like I met a billionaire's kid and we became friends. Now I'm fucking set for life. Yeah, but no, I think that could still go into, because I think he is doing a lot of good work posts then. I think it's, 
It's, am I going to use this Powell, Powell, am I going to use this power of my super rich friend uh, for the right things? And as we've gone down that road, he has made some wrong choices. See, here's the thing, though. I think it's like a, this is a real line in the sand moment. Because I said this on the show, but it's like, we did a, all right, so we did an AJ Styles episode before AJ Styles. I think it was like the night AJ Styles went into WWE. And then we ended up like years later doing an AJ Styles part two, where it was basically like, I said, oh, this guy's just going to get jobbed out, whatever. But I had to be like, we're wrong. Like, he's a champion and they used him really well. And I think this is a real line in the sand mode because if Cody Rhodes becomes like a wrestler or sorry, if Cody Rhodes wants to stay in the ring and doesn't make it in Hollywood and wants to be like a leading man in Hollywood and that shit doesn't work out, then things are going to get, I don't think bad for him financially, but, but if he does what he says he wants to do and basically just moves behind the scenes and essentially becomes an AEW brand ambassador who just like wrestles sometimes, but mostly is just like, Hey, me and my wife are doing this. I'll talk to you guys about this. Please don't talk to Tony Khan about wrestling, which is his basically it's like all he is is the customer. He's presenting himself as like the customer service wing of AEW where it's like Tony Khan doesn't want to do this shit because this is his little like wrestling league that he's eventually probably just going to sell off once they get to a certain point. But like if he goes behind the scenes, good. And if he goes in front and he basically makes wrestling his revenge, bad. Yeah, no, you you are making great points. And he is essentially like the face of the brand right now. And yeah. Exactly. And that's and why he, he's he, like, he, I d- but that's why the, the veneers don't make any sense to me. It's like, oh, here's the face. It's creepy now. Yeah, well, because he thinks, I don't think anyone goes into that thinking, hey, this is going to make my teeth scary AF. You know what I mean? Um, but he's getting too caught up in the wrong things. Yeah. Uh, because whenever people get veneers, again, I mean, I've said this before, uh, literally 10 minutes ago, but it's just, it's almost never a good choice. But um, you're, um, you can be a mean person. And this is the nicest I've seen you be about someone's bad decision. That's how much you like Cody Rhodes. <laughs> when am I ever mean, Dylan? I am a sweet. <laughs> you say really hurtful and succinct things. But with Cody, you're like, you know what? Maybe well, he'll figure it all, out. Dylan, maybe the pandemic has changed me. Maybe you becoming a mm. father has changed me. And um <laughs> Okay. Uh, you're trying to learn all the lessons that I should know. No, but you're right. I do love Cody Rhodes so much and now I am legitimately questioning everything. And so I'm scared and I still want to say that I love him so much. But Dylan, I think you might be right. Like I think this might be the beginning of the end. Thank you. That's the only fucking reason I had you on the show. I wanted you to say that. Dylan, I think you might be right. So I guess my final question, not about wrestling, mm. but I just want to ask it. Are veneers the male version of Botox? Or? No, Botox is the male version of Botox, and veneers are... Okay. They're bo- they've both become, especially in Hollywood, so g- gender neutral. And I know male actors in Canada. There's one... I'm not going to say who it is, but... Say who it is. Not while we're recording, but uh, (laughs) listen. There's about the weird amount of Canadian comedy gossip that most of our listeners also be in the southern United States and like England and Scotland. 
just don't care about like no, they just deal with comedy, it for some though. reason because they're this nice people this is a comedy this is an actor and he is his show is shown in Britain and Australia like where whoa okay so. Trevor Wilson got <laughs> Botox our guest last week you heard it here first a lot of Botox no but this guy's been acting since he was a kid and I've always like since I was a little kid I was like he's really good looking and uh, every time I've like I've interviewed him as an uh, you know and he's probably late forties fifties that that kind of <laughs> I like your I won't say who it is but I will give you a criminal sure. description as if he had murdered someone um, okay but anyway and and he's a- aged beautifully and then the last time I saw him he had clearly gotten a bunch of Botox and filler and his face was just wrong it was just slightly off it's like the uncanny valley it's like you look so close to human but there's something off and now I'm afraid. And uh, so men are, especially in Hollywood, are really buying into it. And you're right. You know what? Ten years from now, Cody Rhodes is going to be all Botoxed up. He's going to have fillers all over the place. And veneers is the first step. We're headed to a nightmare. That's what I was going to say. How? So this is the final question. How far away are we from noticeable Cody Rhodes Botox? Okay, so he's 35 now. He's 35. Yeah. Noticeable, where you're like, fuck, he has bad Botox. Like, pro wrestling, Scott Steiner, chest tattoo Botox. 10 years. 45? I'd say that's probably right. Yeah. He just fucking Botoxed up with double veneers and nine neck tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. Or I guess his next tattoo will be just like Mike Tyson's exact tattoo on his face. (laughs) That's the only thing worse. Is that not even, it's it's a face tattoo, and it's not even your own idea. You took it. Can I tell you something? I would you can tell me anything. rather he had the Mike Tyson face tattoo than that neck tattoo. That's tough. I, I would. I mean, at least that tattoo kind of frames the eye, and it seems like it has... I like, like for me, as for wrestling, I like that tattoo. I think it's really good. I think when you flip channels, you stop because you're like, what... Who's the, who wrestled? I think there's some fucking guy with an American flag on his neck. And that's the whole point but of wrestling Dylan, is to that's like... that's not the whole point of tattooing. And if that's the only thing that is getting people to stop... But that's what it is. It's branding. I guarantee, like... I think you're... As we said on the show many times, Vince McMahon read one book on um, how to advertise. And that's why he says sports entertainment instead mm-hmm. of wrestling. And Cody Rhodes read that same book and he has a neck tattoo. No, now. and I agree with you. And I think you're right. But I think that is the wrong reason to get a tattoo. And now he has ruined his beautiful skin forever with (laughs) that just, oh, it's just so bad. It's so ugly. Its placement is terrible, like everything about it. And again, I'm pro tattoo. I have many of them. That, don't, who did that? You paid money for that? Get a refund. Tattooing is very easy to get a good one. But he didn't want to do what Randy Orton tattoos. He didn't want sleeve tattoos uh, to make him look a hottie naughty. You know what? He wanted like just a fucking noticeable and tattoo. Thank you for bringing it back to Randy Orton because here's another thing. So Randy Orton, I have a feeling is uh, I couldn't spend more than ten minutes with him, but I will say, yeah, those tattoos look great. <laughs> those, I mean, for sure. I don't think you could hang out with Randy Orton. Cody Rhodes would be a way better hang. You could talk about theater yeah. school, but Randy Orton has much better tattoos. Oh. Oh, Allison. God. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this. And if you want to come back any other time for any of the wrestlers, maybe we already did a Randy Orton episode, but any other wrestlers you think are attractive. <laughs> oh, my from God. S- specifically 2011. There then we'll have you back. <laughs> That's a long list. We can just, <laughs> okay. well, we'll we'll work just do through a it. whole show where it's just me listing people. 
Hotties and naughties. Yes, absolutely. Oh my god, if we went back into history, I there's some terrible wrestlers that I had a crush on. I thought you were talking about like history, history, like you were like Rasputin, <laughs> naughty. I mean, <laughs> like well, I don't know why people were attracted to that loser. I'd probably hit it. Don't worry about it, Dylan. I thank you so much for inviting me because uh, I loved it. I love talking about Cody Rhodes. I love ob- objectifying wrestlers, uh, and I love talking to Dylan God. <laughs> it is nice that wrestlers spend all time in their underpants and just someone is noticing you are attractive uh, that is nice for wrestlers listen, i'm sure yeah i have in-depth thoughts about it so it's nice to be able to express myself <laughs> allison door you can get her on twitter at allison door a l l i s o n d o r e and same thing on instagram allison dot door on instagram because some Allison dot door some fucking slot took yeah, Allison door D-O-R-E and uh, yeah well, I'll find I'll find her and I'll well I won't do anything but you I'll, know what I'm gonna dox her on our next episode <laughs> how does that make you feel we're gonna dox the shit out of this bitch don't <laughs> we every episode it's a tradition we dox one oh, person wow. and Allison door on Instagram yeah Allison door on Instagram will yeah. be doxed I don't even think she uses it she just took it that is the best thing. Our enemy of the podcast, Graham K, has Graham K. I think he's Graham. K, he had Graham K comedy on Twitter for a long time because he Graham K was open, but he thought, "How are people going to know I'm funny if I'm just at Graham K?" <laughs> well, that's the market. He read that marketing book too. Graham K is a definite Cody Rhodes. He's a definite Cody Rhodes. Just a just a just a beautiful yeah, airhead. And the and the turn is coming. Can't you sense it? (laughs) Graham K. There's only going down for Graham K and Cody Rhodes. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, That's Allison Dorr. Listen to all her shows. Follow her on Twitter. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.